0: Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world. Hey, hey, hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. So thanks for joining us guys, and I hope you enjoyed the last episode. Um, I spoke to psychic medium and attorney, Jason Zook from Florida in the United States, um, who just connected with his spirituality um, after his granddad's passing. So he was working as an attorney and he was staying in a hotel Um, And his granddad passed while he was away, but his granddad came and visited him. So it's really lovely to connect with somebody and to chat to somebody. You know, a lot of um, people kind of... Well, I feel from my experience, it kind of think, you know, psychic medium that's very airy fairy and, you know, I'm very logical and I don't believe in anything like that. So when you get somebody who practices law and is qualified um, and licensed to to practice in five different states in the United States, um, it's really interesting to talk to them and see, you know, that they kind of have the same experiences, but, um, you know, that they were still despite the fact that they have been very logical and you know very educated, not that I'm not educated, but you know that um, they still can connect with their spiritual side. So it really was so interesting to see things from his point of view. Okay, so if you haven't checked that out, go back and check episode 42. Okay, so in this episode, I wanna talk to you a little bit about, I suppose some people call it survivor's guilt, okay? You know when you feel guilty after somebody's passing? And, you know, we've just come through a really tough couple of years with the coronavirus pandemic, all the lockdowns. You know, a lot of people have known somebody who's been affected in some way. Um, But even apart from that and before the pandemic, we had a lot of people that have suffered survivor's guilt or blaming themselves for someone's passing. You know, so, for example, maybe someone who's lost somebody, a friend or family member through suicide, and you might be feeling guilty thinking well did i miss the signs why didn't i see it i was with them every day i am i didn't notice anything different and they're blaming themselves or maybe somebody got sick you know maybe somebody had cancer or they were you know starting to get some other form of illness and we didn't notice the physical signs okay this can leave people again feeling extremely guilty you know should this person pass over or you know again if you've been in a car crash with someone who's passed you're thinking why did I survive and they didn't survive and all this kind of stuff okay and I suppose the reason that I have mentioned the coronavirus pandemic as well is because I have had some people who have messaged me or emailing me saying that they felt guilty that they feel that maybe they have brought the virus home you know maybe they were on holidays or maybe they were at work or whatever it might be and somebody they they felt may have cut it from them and therefore gone on to be ill or you know even worse maybe pass away okay so all of these scenarios and many many more that i could probably list leaves us with what um a lot of people refer to as survivor's guilt okay and um i wanted to talk a little bit about that because it can it can have an effect on the rest of our lives okay and if you've been in one of these situations, you know, you're not only dealing with the guilt uh, or make your pardon, you're not only dealing with the grief of someone having passed, you're dealing with the guilt as well, that you may have had something to do with it or, you know, that it should have been you or whatever, okay? And you're thinking, you know, is there something I could have done? Is there something I could have said? Is there something I should have seen? So you're um, you're carrying all this around with you and it is going to have a huge effect on the rest of your life. And you know, this is where we see people wondering, should they be here? And um, you know, is it are they supposed to carry on or should they go to the spirit world and be with this other person, okay? So um, I'm sure a lot of you have listened to past episodes, especially where I talked about the soul plan and all that. And I will put some links um, in the description box attached to this podcast, okay, to those episodes. Because it's very important that you know about the soul purpose when we're talking about this particular, um, you know, this particular subject or topic, okay? Because, you know, when I I spoke in the episode about the sole purpose, we talked about, you know, um, agreeing what lessons that we needed to learn when we decided to come back into this life, to be reincarnated, if you like. And, you know, we talked about sitting down with your soul group, your spirit guides, and all the rest of it, and agreeing a checklist of things that you are setting out for yourself to accomplish in this lifetime. Okay, and we spoke about, you know, having to, um, you know, to deal with or experience, I suppose, the flip side of each scenario that you might have to go through in life so if you're you murder somebody in one life then you may be the victim of murder in another life so things like this okay so um knowing this okay it would be easy for us to imagine that just because we've set out that okay that everything in our lives is a foregone conclusion before we even come here and that's not necessarily the case, OK, because, you know, it isn't set out and says, OK, well, you know, um, this person is going to be born on the 3rd of April 1954 and they're going to pass, you know, on the... 13th of June, you know, 1990, whatever, okay? So um, it's not set out like that, and it's not set out that in the middle, okay, you're gonna um, experience that lesson that you needed to learn, you know, in 1976 or whatever it might be in between, okay? It's not set out. We have to um, experience these things in life, but, you know, the circumstances under which we experience them are still quite fluid, even when we arrive here. So things I'm not going to say that they're decided on the hop, but we will merge in with the experiences of the world going around us, because don't forget. I mean, I don't know if you're religious, but, you know, we're we're given free will. okay Um, and we do get the opportunity to make our own decisions here in this life. And that's very important because that means that we can manipulate the circumstances around us and the things that we go through. okay so um and as i've said before you know only the good die young okay we're going to be here for as long as it takes us to achieve all these things so you might achieve it in 30 years 60 years 90 years 112 years but until you've achieved everything that you need to achieve you're going to be here okay so again i talked a lot more about that in episode 39 i'll put the link in the description box attached here okay so for the purpose of This topic, I'm only going to deal with the consequences of these scenarios, okay? It's not necessarily going to talk in detail again about the sole purpose. OK, so um, <laughs> one thing that I do um, hear a lot and I use the expression myself because um, um, I, 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 I laughed because I actually did a reading for somebody the other day and, um, you know, the spirit um, came back and connected and he did use the expression that he feels it wasn't his time. OK, of course it was his time, but we do use this expression a lot that somebody's gone before their time. OK, and is that true? No, it's not okay we will only return to the spirit world when it's our time when we have achieved what we needed to achieve when our soul or our spirit is ready to return to the spirit world and there's so many different ways that this can occur we can be in a car crash we can have a heart attack cancer the covid pandemic okay so there's lots of different ways and it depends on you know the circumstances in life once your soul or your spirit reaches this point where it's ready to, to turn back okay and and return to the spirit world well then it depends what's going on around you okay so if you're someone who's never in a car well then you can't pass through a car crash if you're someone who never takes public transport a train for example well then you can't um, have a train crash or whatever okay so it really depends on the circumstances okay so um when we have to do all of these things okay we're not just here and i use this a lot in readings i say to people you know you didn't arrive on this earth on your own like superman did okay you didn't come here in a spaceship like superman with no parents or anything you know you were born into a family you grew up with a family you have a network of people around you you know in your adult life or whatever um so you know you're never on your own and You know when we talk about our soul group our soul group are the people that we live each each lifetime with you know and that we're connected to both in this life and previous lives and future lives spirit life whatever okay and we keep meaning meeting the same spirits over and over again um, throughout those lifetimes they're our soul group okay they also come back here with a checklist of things that they need to accomplish Okay, so lessons that they need to learn in this lifetime. And part of our responsibility and part of what we need to do is to help them with their sole purpose. Okay, so if it's your time, okay, so if it's your time to die physically, okay, to leave this earth world, someone here close to you is still here because they still have other lessons to learn. And even in physically dying, okay, or crossing over, you can still feed into what that person needs to learn here, okay? So yes, dying in the way you die, when you die, you know, whatever. That's your sole purpose and you're ticking a box on your checklist. However, at the same time, there's another box in between the lines in there where it says, you must help this member of your soul group to achieve their soul purpose. And in leaving them with this, okay, whatever it might be, guilt or survivor's guilt, whatever you want to call it, this is helping them achieve what they need to achieve in this lifetime. So if you're someone here that's experienced some kind of guilt, okay, some kind of survivor's guilt, this is part of what your spirit needs to achieve here in order for you to develop spiritually. This is the flip side of something else that you will have or will in the future experience in another lifetime, okay? So it's a bit like killing two birds with one stone. So how, however one person leaves this earth, it's also affecting another person and helping them to develop spiritually, okay? So let me give you an example with that, okay? If you, have, um, if you have a brother here, okay? And part of his lesson or purpose here is to um, be more attentive or more aware of the needs of others, okay? So if it's my time to die, and if I had a brother, I don't have a brother, but if I had a brother, right? And he needed to learn that lesson, but it came to the time where It was my time to leave this earth. So what if I were to have a car crash? Okay, touch wood and God forbid. Okay, if I were to have a car crash, however, my brother knew that the brakes on my car were faulty, but he was too lazy or too busy or too selfish or whatever it might be to have given me the time to either fix them or to tell me that he felt that there was something wrong so that I could go and get them fixed. Okay, because believe me, I'm a real girly girl when it comes to things like that. I will not (laughs) notice that the brakes need fixing. Okay, so in this particular scenario, I will achieve my soul's purpose by passing maybe early um, at a young age, by um, passing suddenly, by not getting to say goodbye to my loved ones but I'm also feeding in to that brother's sole purpose of needing to be more aware or more present in the lives of the people around him and not to be necessarily all about himself, okay? So him having to live with the guilt of not having just taken the five minutes to say to me, don't drive that car, you need to get the brakes looked at. Okay, so instead of taking that few minutes out, um, to look after my well being in that situation, he now will have to live with that guilt for the rest of his life. So it will be a hard learned lesson, but one that he needed to learn. Okay, that's part of his soul plan. My soul plan was to be the one that would leave. Okay, I hope that makes sense because everybody that's in your soul plan contributes in some way to what goes on for you. Okay and vice versa. So we're here to support each other, encourage each other, help each other. Okay, and that's part of this um, human journey that us as spirits go through, okay? Is it tough? Is it harsh? Absolutely, okay? But we come back to this physical world to learn the things that we cannot experience in the spirit world. Okay, so having to lose somebody and having to go through, in that particular scenario I was talking about, for a brother to have to go through the guilt of knowing that he could have saved his sister from this tragic accident, okay, that's something that he couldn't experience in the spirit world because you can't lose a spirit in the spirit world because they don't die you know, effectively their their past from this physical life again. And through living these different experiences here on Earth, um, we develop an understanding and an appreciation of what everyone around us has been through um, and how we can help them and how we can help others through similar occurrences in their life, whether it's on the spirit side then after or here. OK, so, you know, hopefully we'll get to a day, all of us, where we've developed enough spiritually and we can move on to be spirit guides for other souls. OK, and us having the experience of, of you know, having lived with and through that grief and guilt, you know, this is something that we can, I suppose, empathize with when we see somebody going through it again in the future okay so this is part of a soul journey or your soul purpose when you come to this earth okay so um to go a little bit deeper on this topic okay and and not to scare you all entirely but you know we are here to learn and we are here to develop so if you look um you know a little bit deeper when where i was talking about Uh, we go through certain things, you know, or we're put in certain circumstances in life so that we learn and develop as spiritual beings. But everything that you go through in life, okay, how you handle that particular thing will be a testament to your character or lack of character as the situation may be, okay. So, um you know we all handle things differently okay so for example okay and i just pull these examples out of the air so i hope they make sense to you if you are someone in this life okay who has a sister that is murdered okay do you take that experience and let it rot you okay rot your soul or your spirit so You can take that experience and let it make you angry and you can go out and you can start murdering everybody who makes women feel uncomfortable or make them be unsafe you know on the streets okay so you could do that and turn into i don't know what you'd call it where you know somebody takes the law into their own hands but um you could also take that experience and try and educate people okay instead of murdering them, say, well, you know, we have to respect other people, we have to respect other people's, um, you know, right to walk around without fear, right to get home from a night out without being scared or hurt or whatever, okay? So I know that's a pretty out there example, okay? But I'm just trying to simplify things and let you see that there's two different ways that you can handle these things, okay? And who we are as spiritual beings it's strengthened and it's deepened by every single thing you go through in life okay and your character and we call it character here on earth but it still is your vibration or your spirituality is therefore you know deepened like a knock on domino effect it's deepened um on the spiritual level as well as well okay so um again looking at another aspect of it okay um when if you know someone that's near death okay the way we act around them or the way we treat them it 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 differs okay like we might not necessarily have seen somebody for a long time but when we realize that their time here is limited we start to spend more time with them and we want to make more memories and we want to tell them, you know, how we feel about them. OK, that's natural. There's not I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with this. This is very, very natural and it's a good thing to do, you know, and it can help you to not have this guilt after they leave because you can say, well, I did spend time with them. I did get to see them. I did get to say goodbye and whatever. OK, um. so. But if you turn that around and realize I suppose that everyone's time here is limited there are no guarantees okay like I've I've talked in examples above about car crashes and train crashes and heart attacks we don't know when this is going to happen we don't know when our time to return to the spirit world will come okay because subconsciously in there we're aware of what our soul plan is and what we need to do however we don't in our physical thoughts know okay well this is ticked this is ticked I only have two more things to tick and then I'll go back to the spirit world we don't know that okay so our time can come whenever so if you look at the people around you today and think okay well just because they might be in their 40s or the 50s doesn't necessarily mean they have another 30 or 40 or 50 years left you know they could leave very soon and even younger people okay so if you look at that Okay, and we talk about the old adage, okay, make the most of every day. And that's the truth. Okay, you don't have to know that somebody has a terminal illness in order to make every moment memorable. Okay, you can do that and start doing that today. And therefore, you know, hopefully work towards not having any of this guilt, you know, should they choose to leave or should they be taken or whatever way you want to call it. Okay, so, um, If we go back to the example of the the car brakes that I spoke about earlier, um, would you tell your brother to stop driving his car if you knew that the brakes were very dangerous and the likelihood is they wouldn't be able to stop at a junction, that they're just going to give up in a minute? Okay. Um, Why not do it? You know, why not say, okay, you know, you haven't talked about having your car serviced. Even someone like me who doesn't know anything under the bonnet of a car, um, I could say to somebody, you know, you do a lot of driving and I, I've noticed, you know, you haven't mentioned having your car serviced in a long time. OK, that's just showing somebody how much you love them, you know, and it's telling them that you care about them. And, you know, even just by mentioning these things, it's not offloading blame or guilt or anything like that. It's literally it. that's like saying I love you without actually saying I love you. OK, so these are the moments where we show our true character. Okay? And I suppose my point is that, you know, yes, we obviously should do anything that we can to help somebody, but we shouldn't just do it or be nice to people just because we know they're going to die. Because if you think of it like that, we're all dying. Every day we live is a day closer to death. Even if I have another 80 years, which I doubt I do on this earth, um, you know, that's still going. Uh, it still means that every day that I live, I'm still getting a day closer, okay? But then again, I might just have 24 or 48 hours left. I don't know, okay? So we have to and should, in fact, live um, as if it was our last day. I'm not telling you all to go out and blow your savings account today, okay? Disclaimer, that's not what I'm saying, okay? What I am saying is make memories today because you don't know if it's going to be your last opportunity okay so i'm going on a little bit of a tangent here okay but we are here on earth to learn and to experience all these emotions and situations and circumstances because we learn from them okay um and you know I suppose because of the topic of this particular episode of the podcast, uh, we're talking, you know, about death and negative experience and guilt and stuff. Life isn't all negativity and guilt and stuff like that. But if you don't experience the bad, you will never appreciate the good. If life is good all of the time, okay, then, you know, you won't appreciate it. You just expect it and you'll expect more and more and more. Okay, so sometimes we have to experience the bad. Okay, it's part of why we're here. Okay, and you know, just because we have to go through these things, it doesn't mean that our spirit guides or, you know, our soul group or our ascended masters or any of them, it doesn't mean that they don't care about us, that they let us go through these things. You know, it's because we have to go through these things. Okay, we have to experience this. This is why we chose to come back to this life. And we knew that we would experience some trauma on this level before we, you know, did come back here, okay, before we were born back into this world, okay? So we had to choose it because it's like, you know, when you do level one of some kind of training uh, and then you're moving on to level two. Well, you have to have experienced everything at level one before you can move on to level two. And that's exactly the way it is with our spirituality. Okay, and you know, our guides and our ascended masters and our soul group they're there to support and help and encourage us and comfort us. Okay, but they know that we're going to be okay. Okay, they do. They look at us, I suppose, in the way a parent looks at a child. They're watching over us, they're trying to let us have as much experience of life, but they're there to catch us when we fall at the same time so if you're listening and you're a parent or you have nieces or nephews or whatever okay um you know there'll be a time where you will see that child come running in to you or to somebody else crying because they've broken their toy because they did something they weren't supposed to do with it and the toy is now broken and now they're crying and they're feeling guilty and they know it's their fault okay well you know that that child is going to be okay you know that they'll learn their lesson and now they're gonna be gentler with their toys in the future and they're not gonna bash them and bang them and pull their heads off the dolls or whatever it is, okay? So they will be a lot gentler with their toys in future. And this is part of what they had to learn, okay? In order to appreciate the things that you've spent money on or their parents have spent money on and things that, you know, that if they don't mind it, well then, they're not gonna have it in the future, okay? So in a way, the way our spirit guides look over us is a bit like that, the way you would look out for a child, okay? So, um, yeah, so we realize that the child is struggling slightly at the moment, okay? But we know that they will get through this, that they will realize, okay, but if I'd done this different, it would have had a different outcome. And that is a valuable and lifelong lesson that that child has learned. And in the same way as spiritual beings, when we have to experience this grief or this guilt, survivor's guilt, that's an invaluable lesson that we will be able to carry through, you know, for eternity, okay? And while we're here, we can look and we can say, you know, I'm going to have to deal with this guilt for the rest of my life, okay, and here time passes so slowly, but in the spirit world, there isn't the same emphasis on time or the same, you know, they don't have time in the way that we um, as humans do, okay, so, um, you know, it's, it's something that I talk about a lot when I'm talking about um, people crossing over and not necessarily realizing how long they're gone. And it's all very new for, for them, even a year or two after their physical passing. OK, because in the spirit world, and we use this saying a lot here, but in the spirit world, you know, um, you could say that, you know, a, a human or a physical life passes in the blink of an eye. And we always talk about things that go fast, you know, passing in the blink of an eye. And that is exactly how spirit, view, um, our human or earthly life here, okay? And they know that we will survive everything here, but the time that we spend here is just a you know a dot on a calendar compared to all of eternity. So when they look at us coming back here for another human experience, okay, to them, it's it's almost like we're going on two weeks vacation, okay? We're going on holidays for a little while, you know, and depending how long we're going to be here, how long, you know, it's going to take us to um, achieve what we need to achieve. We could be gone a couple of hours, we could be gone a weekend, we could be gone a week or two weeks, okay? So, you know, the time is so quick in the spirit world that even if we're here 80 weeks, 80 years, I should say, beg your pardon. Even if you're here and you don't cross back to the spirit world until you're 80 years old, you know, that could just be like, you know, a couple of weeks holidays from the spirit world, okay? It's just a blip, really, okay? So, just wanna go back to what I was talking about a few minutes ago about our character, okay? Because we do call it character, but, you know, um, when we talk about the physical life, But at the same time, we can call it, um, you know, spirituality when we're talking about our soul purpose. okay? And, you know, let's face it. None of us want to be remembered as being mean or unkind or selfish or stubborn or anything like that. OK. And we all know somebody who puts on an outer appearance of being, you know, a really nice and kind and understanding person but there can be times then where people show their true character, okay? And we would call it the real side of somebody, if you like, okay? And you know, one thing that really made this stand out for me, um, a few years ago, I went to a rugby match to watch Munster um, Rugby play in Thomond Park in Limerick, my favourite rugby team. And, um, you know, at the halftime, I went to the ladies' room, as of course all the ladies did at the same time and there was quite a large queue but what can you do? You wait. And, you know, there was um we were getting through the queue and there were some ladies at the front and you know, they were doing their makeup in their little mirrors and fixing their hair and whatever. And they were smiling at each other and making chit chat and whatever. And then this little girl came in to the um into the ladies and I'd seen her dad walk her to the door. So obviously she was at the rugby match with her dad. But she was maybe of an age where she didn't want to go into the the men's room with her dad. So he walked her to the door of the ladies' room and let her in. And she may have been only maybe eight or nine years old. And I could see her jumping around from one foot to the other. And she really needed to go. And I was willing to let her in front of me. And I said to um, two or three of these women that were ahead of me, and I said, "Um, can we let this girl go in front of us because she's really busting, you know? And they said no, that they'd been waiting a long time and that they wanted to use the bathroom and get out. And I looked at the little girl and I said, okay, just wait, you know, it won't be long, it won't be long. But she couldn't wait. And the poor little thing um, wet herself in the ladies' room, okay? Now, I know this is a small and maybe inconsequential thing in the greater scheme of things, you know, because I know she went out crying to her dad and her dad said he'd take her home and whatnot. Um, so the immense not only was her big outing to the rugby match with her dad destroyed, because she ended up having to miss the second half of the match, but um, these people really treated her unkindly, you know. And it reminded me, and some of you may have seen um, a movie called Shallow Hal, you know and if you haven't seen that movie go and watch it because there's a really important message in that movie where how we look on the outside does not reflect who we are on the inside okay and so that little girl now I hope there is no long-lasting consequences because my mind has often gone back to her you know and does she now have a phobia of going to rugby matches you know does is she now somebody who's developed a phobia around you know going to the bathroom you know there's lots of consequences that she may have had to face because of this one incident hopefully she's gone on and never thought about it again okay but more importantly the people that refused this little girl access to the toilet okay when she really needed to go you know and It wasn't, it's not my position. I asked them and I said, the little girl is Boston. She needs to go. And I asked them a couple of times and they said no. And, um, you know, I wonder have they ever thought on it? Because this was really a true representation of their character. It truly was that they couldn't have sympathy or empathy or understanding or even to remember what it was like as a child, especially when you're enjoying something you leave it until the very last minute to want to go to the bathroom, okay? Because you're too busy, and she was too busy enjoying the match, okay? To tell her dad that she wanted to go. And no doubt she probably had um, a fizzy pop or something, okay? But she wouldn't have the same control as an adult, you know? So I've often thought about her, but my point in relaying this story is that those women got the opportunity to do something good, okay? But they were put in this circumstance, okay, because their character needed to be tested, okay? And it was tested that day and they came up wanting, okay? So this is something, I have absolutely no doubt that this, that particular circumstance is something that will come up in their life review when they eventually go back to the spirit world okay i have no doubt it may seem like a small thing but it's how we treat others that really shows what kind of a person we are hey and don't get me wrong i'm not here telling you that i'm perfect hey i have a lot to go through as well when i get to that side okay and there's times where i have been really disappointed in myself and i didn't always understand spirituality you know but then some things then You know, when I became more aware of, you know, how things that I do can have an effect on other people, I do remember um, getting the wrong change in a supermarket, you know, and she gave me the change of 50 euro notes when I'd only paid with a 20 euro note. And for a minute i actually didn't realize i was walking out the door and i actually went back and i said it to her okay and i could have spent that money of course i could i had young kids and whatever but i did i went back and i said to her um i think you've given me the wrong change i'm pretty sure i gave you a 20 so she went back and she checked and yes i'd just given her a 20. so i gave her back the money now yeah bully for me i have a halo no i'm not telling you the story for that okay i'm telling it to you because that was a test of my character And that poor girl said to me, she said, oh, my God, she said, it's not the first time I've done that. She said, and I would have got sacked, okay, had I been short on my till again. okay. so she was learning. She was learning. She was new on the job. She was learning to use that cash register, trying to learn to scan items and take money and blah, 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 blah. You know, and she was on the last chance. So I could have walked out the door with an extra 30 quid in my pocket but she would have lost her job. Okay, I may never have known that, but she would have. Okay, so these things are all little tests of our character. Don't worry, they're not things that are gonna make you burn in hell forever. But everything that we do is something that we have to learn, okay? So going off on a little bit of a tangent there again, but what I'm trying to get across to you is that, yes, you may have to endure survivor's guilt at some point of your life but this is feeding into your greater purpose for being here okay it's not supposed to drive you to suicide it's not supposed to drive you to depression okay maybe there are things that you're supposed to experience in this life i don't know there are things that some people will experience in this lifetime okay but it's not necessarily just so that you have horrific rest of your life this is actually part of something that you needed to go through okay um there will be times in our lives where we're only faced with our um we will only recognize i suppose our own compassion and our own faults when we're faced with these things faced with fear faced with illness faced with death okay and there's nothing wrong with that that is part of learning and I'm going to give you this quote because I love, um, if you've read anything by Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, I don't know if I'm, I'm saying her name correctly, um, She, I think it's a German name, Kubler, um, B L E R. So Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, and the quote goes, People are like stained glass windows. They sparkle and shine when the sun is out. But when the darkness sets in, their true beauty is revealed only if there is a light from within. Okay, so things will happen on the outside, but it's only if you have that light of goodness within you that your true good character will shine through okay and a lot of people you know and again I try and keep the conversation away from religion and, and stuff like that because to me religion and spirituality are very different things some people call being religious spiritual there's nothing wrong with that either it's just for me to um, get things straight in my head I like to keep them as two different things okay but um, when you talk about religion a lot of people because it's a conversation that comes up a lot when I meet sp- um, spiritual people when I go on courses retreats whatever and people ask me you know how can you be Roman Catholic and still believe in the whole afterlife and spirituality thing okay um you know and I say to them time and time again you know you can't only read the bits of the Bible that you agree with there are other parts of the Bible in there however a lot of people have a belief I'm on the fence about this one I don't know but it sounds it it sounds plausible to me That the word God comes from the word good and the goodliness or the godliness in us is inside us. So is this whole thing of being godly, is it about being good? Is it about the goodness that you show or that you shine? You know, and I I spoke, I think it was in a masterclass there recently, about us being like beams of light coming out from the sun, you know, and how how bright we shine depends on how we live our lives okay and that's kind of the same thing so you know are we going to be a beacon of goodness or or not I suppose okay and I'm going to end this topic and I hope it's made sense if it has or hasn't you can leave me a comment um, here. You can leave a comment on social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. I'm on them all. Okay. TikTok. But, um, you know, give me a comment to let me know what you think. Do you agree? Do you agree with the whole idea of, you know, the word God uh, coming from the word good? Do you believe that our true godliness is the good goodliness, I suppose, if you like, that we are allowed to shine from within, OK, because it does sound very plausible to me. Um, so I leave you with another quote from um, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, and I'm going to put some links in the description box attached here to a couple of her books. Um, so if you're into reading, um, I think you'll get a lot from them. So the quote goes, it's only when we truly know and understand." that we have a limited time on earth, and that we have no way of knowing when our time is up, that we will begin to live each day to the fullest, as if it was the only one we had. So guys, be nice to each other, okay? And don't carry guilt, okay? Because someone left, they needed to leave to achieve their spirituality. You needed to stay behind to achieve yours. I'll talk to you in the next episode folks, and until then, stay safe. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world.